Which, by the way, uh, you're getting a webcam from me, and I'm not. I'm. I'm just fucking telling you because, like, <laughs> it's not even a present to you. It's a present to this podcast. You really, really want this webcam thing to happen, don't you? Well, I just want us to stream the show. Let everyone fucking see the shit. Oh, that means I can't do this naked anymore. <laughs> Man, you know what my favorite thing is, Scotty? Doing my favorite this thing naked. is coming home after a long day of school and work and whatever else happens in between. And just whooping just that dropping dick out. <laughs> whipping it out. <laughs> And then talking to my buddy. (laughs) And that's our cold open. (laughs) Whoa! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time! It's time! It's time for a load! Oh, BS! That's right. Mm. A load of BS. The greatest show in America. For right now. (laughs) (laughs) We might be taken off the air soon. We don't know what's gonna happen. We'll be taken over in ratings by the newest show in town, The White House. (laughs) And joining me is that voice on the mic. It is he, the B. No, the man known as Blake Tanner. And the other guy over there, the essence of awesome, the redhead with a bedhead, <laughs> Scotty Moore. Yeah. Um. So, how was your night? <laughs> um, I would just like to say that we recorded this on Wednesday. We recorded this on November ninth, two thousand and sixteen. I haven't slept. I think I took a two-hour nap, and that's it. You know what? I think I, I mine was pretty similar because <laughs> my friends didn't leave until almost 1 o'clock. Yeah. And I got into bed just after that, and I remember waking up at 2 or 3 a.m. and not being able to go back to sleep. Oh, dude, no. It was... I was up at 2, and I was just like, okay, I'm... Because, you know, I was like, I'm not going to, like, go to sleep not knowing. I'm this close. Mm-hmm. And it was Ooh. so painful that, like, yeah. 30 minutes of, like, well, something's going to mm-hmm. happen. It was, um, once the once they had those electorals in, and you knew, and it was yeah. just like, okay, this is done. Yeah. And I was like, oh. okay, I'll go to bed. Tried to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. That anxiety crapped up. If you ever want proof that I am the most petulant child of all time, I was, this morning, sleepy, had (laughs) no food in me. Literally, my food from the previous day was a pack of cookies from Aldi. Which, by the way, I don't know if you've ever had Aldi brown cookie dough, but it's really bad tasting when it's cookie dough, but when you cook it, it's actually a lot worse. Uh, oh no! <laughs> it's so bad. So that was all I had the whole day, and then I think I had like a McDonald's burger during the election. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there. I'm hungry. I have no money, so I can't go get food. I'm exhausted, and all my anxiety hit at once. And I was just like, you know, fuck it, Blake. Blake, we're moving. I, I texted at least four <laughs> different people 
plans to move to Ireland. Not just like, hey, let's move to Ireland. It was like, okay, look, uh, we're going to need visas. It's either going to be a work one or a school one. I'm probably going to go back to school for writing to move over there. How about you, buddy? Um, I even <laughs> fa- There was a website, an Irish publication put out called Tips for moving to Ireland in case Donald Trump wins. Wins. <laughs> and I was just like, this is my favorite. This article is my life right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to me being a petulant child. I, I was dead set on just leaving this country this morning. Because in all honesty, I, I even gave you this argument. Like, to the people who are just like, hey, those people are saying move to Canada. Or who are saying I'm leaving. Way to run. Be a man and stand up to this. I'm like, in a way, you're right. But in another way, if this wasn't just a I'm scared, I'm leaving, but instead was rephrased as a movement of people saying, okay, you control this shit. I don't agree with this. I'm leaving. I'm taking my goods, my money, all of my talent to a different country, and I'm going to make that country money and make your country lose money. Donald Trump, as a businessman, will be like, Oh shit! We we are we're losing some very talented people right here. We gotta get Scotty Moore back. We have to get the BS back, and that is why I'm sending the first ever SEAL Team Seven to <laughs> Ireland, and they will find our boys and bring them home. I like how this has been spun into. We got kidnapped by Ireland. <laughs> no, no, and they want. And it. Trump is trying to save us. Yeah, no, no, no. Like they kicked down the door of some Irish pub. Move, move, get on the ground, get on the ground. We're just sitting there drinking what like the- Guinness. Like, what the fuck? It's okay. You're safe now. You're safe now. What? what? No, I yeah, can't bring my Guinness. With no. At which point, the bartender just looks at him and goes, "Hey, boys." They're one of ours now. <laughs> and, our, and our new bartending Irish friend, Patty O'Hooligan, takes out, <laughs> takes out all of SEAL Team 7. And that's the story of how we started World War Three. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Now I am firmly in the other in the camp um, that you described earlier, and that my first reaction is not to run. Yeah, because I know that it's going to be a hard road. But if we don't start working towards uh, change now, if we don't start working towards um, getting Democrats back into the Senate, mm-hmm. because I don't really care if you're a hard-line conservative or liberal. But if the Republicans control the House, the Senate, and the White House, it's going to be rough people. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I think the statistic I read on Twitter was like the last time this happened was like 1928, the year before the Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that's not good. That's not good at all. Oh, so this looks like we're going to be headed for a recession, too. Electric <laughs> Trumpaloo. <laughs> Meanwhile, Patty O'Hooligan's got the BS boys' is back. Anytime, come on over, boys. Thank you, Patty. Hey. You're a good man. 
no problem. <laughs> oh, I don't. I, I remember one of my friends was just like, "No, we need to stay. We need to stay and fight." I'm like, "I have one argument. We are a boat ride away from I'm free sure that legalized was me. wheat." No, no, no. This was to. Uh, I think it was Landon. Cause Land- oh. yeah, Landon was just like, uh, "It's whatever. It'll be fine." And I'm just like, "Look, we are a boat road. Bo- <laughs> boat road. A boat we are- road. We are a boat ride away from the land of nothing but free weed, absinthe, and crazy ass times in the Netherlands. Or I'm we just- could go find Nessie." Yeah, I'm just saying we are also a plane ride away from California, which is the same thing now. <laughs> Yeah. Even got they even got their own California Nessie. <laughs> it's just some like stoned hipster swimming out in the ocean with like a huge thing on his back and he's like it's just really to make a statement on like, yeah. you know, government's control. And you're like, "What the fuck?" And he's just like, "You don't understand, man." <laughs> just comes you don't back to know. swimming. The only oh. problem that he swims way too close to shore so the illusion is ruined. <laughs> Just like, that's just a dude. Why aren't you guys believing me? <laughs> You're in a lap pool, Gary. Get the fuck out. Guys, Gary, no. stop. Uh, Gary, I, you're high. I'm actually referring to uh, former presidential candidate Gary Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What is a Nessie? <laughs> no, wait. What is a Nessie, really? Really? Is that some kind of acronym? Or <laughs> for, for real, though, I'm not gonna be as doom and gloom as I was when it first happened. I, oh, well, see, I was doom and gloom, and like I said, I'm a petulant child. Once yes. I had, once I had a nap and real food in me, <laughs> and wanked. I was fine. I was like, you know what? Yeah. We'll handle this. The wank's the most important part, dude. You gotta do that to get yourself (laughs) back in. I'm not gonna lie. I was depressed as hell at like 2 a.m. And I'm like, I can't sleep. Wank time. Got out of the wank. I'm like, ah, Trump will be president. It'll be fine. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Pornhub's free, bitches! Yeah. Um, because, you know, the funny thing is... Mm Mm-hmm. Did you listen to his acceptance speech? I listened to bits and pl- pieces. I did not listen to the whole thing. It was weird how different it was. Oh, yeah. That, that like, I'll definitely, because he was a lot more just like, hey, you remember how I've been talking about hatred and a lot of very negative things? Oh, right now, we're just kind of chill. Me, mm-hmm. and you, me and you, America. Yeah. Um, I kind of got the subtext of, I really wasn't sure if it would get this far. So, you know what? Let's just come together and uh, we'll figure it out, America. We'll make it better. No, he's just like got his arms out like, guys, I did not fucking mean for this to happen. Let's, mm-hmm. just, let's just pretend this never happened <laughs> and fade away. I think it was comparatively for Trump. Yeah. Very humble. Oh, yeah. Like, I was amazed. My thing is, uh, though, like, as much as people are like, we could try to get him out of the presidency before he goes in, then Mm -mm. Pence goes in, Mm -hmm. I would rather have Trump than Pence every day. Because Pence is like Trump, but, like, with... 
if Pence Trump- believes in funding gay conversion camps. Yeah, well, yeah, that. Like, if Trump is Darth Vader, Pence is the emperor. He's the <laughs> one really pulling this shit, and I do not. Mm-hmm. I don't support him. You know what's funny? Back during primary season, mm-hmm. I remember you used that same comparison. Except Trump was still Darth Vader. Yeah. But Hillary was the emperor. Oh, no! <laughs> Look, Hillary gl- grew on me with her charming-ass smile and her little shoulder shimmies. Her shoulder and, shimmies? And the fact that she would actually talk about her fucking policies. Yes, because that was important. That, that's what made me mad more than anything else, is the fact mm-hmm. that, like, I was like, Trump's been elected. Yeah, he's a racist. Yes, he's a sexist. Yes, he's a terrible fucking human being. And yes, he hates Scotland. <laughs> but also, I got no fucking idea what he's gonna be doing. No. I got, like, at least in a positive way. I know he wants to do some shit to people. I'm like, what's he gonna do for people, though? Yep. And that's what's worrying me. But that's not, that's not what we're here today to talk about, Mm-mm. Blake. Because me and you, we already have a backup plan. Yep. A lot of people here do not know. Uh, me and the Blake Meister here, good friends with uh, Elon Musk of SpaceX. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great friends with him. And, you know, Elon's talking about his big, we're going to get everybody to Mars, and we're going to build a colony on Mars, and Leonardo DiCaprio's like, fuck yeah, I want to go. Mm-hmm. We just <laughs> walked up to him, and we're like, Musky baby, come here. We understand you want Mars... You guys, you guys take Mars. You take the big red planet. You take mm-hmm. that. We just want one thing. One thing. One small thing. Small. Small. No one's going to want it. After, after you get Mars, this mm-hmm. is going to seem like nothing. Just give us the moon. We want the moon. We just want the moon to do with what we want. And he's like, you know there's not a livable atmosphere and it's incapable of, like, growing plant life because of a lack of water. And we're like, musky, baby! You're thinking too far out! Mm-hmm. We'll cross those Domes. Br- <laughs> Domes. Domes! We'll cross those bridges when we get there. For right now, we got fucking domes, man. It's the domes. So, um, the official BS uh, moon colony... Brought to you by Dave and Buster's is coming up soon, <laughs> and it's gonna be big. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be huge. This is bigly, big league. It's big you know what? League. Scotty and I, we know Dave and Buster's. We know we Dave have... and Buster. Mm-hmm. We have the best Daves and Buster's. Yes, we know all the Daves. I know all the Buster's. Wonderful people. <laughs> I really enjoy their company, and I'm going to take them to the moon. So uh, let's make the moon great. <laughs> no, again, just no. like let's make the moon pretty damn good. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, it was great when we went to the moon that first time. Yeah. But, now, we got it. Um, we got to stick the landing this time, Blake. That's exactly. the thing. So uh, who are we? Instead bringing? of one small step, it's one giant ass dome. Yeah, it's one giant fruit ninja game for mankind. <laughs> So, uh, who are we bringing with us? Obviously our families. Yeah, um, yeah you and me, we're gonna be bumping with Leo DiCaprio. But, yeah, no, Leo's got the, Leo's got Mars. Leo's got Mars. Leo Mars? Okay. Yeah, he's got Mars, but I've got, I've got one up on Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. We got Matt Damon. Matt Damon. We have 
Goodwill Hunting's Matt Damon to Matt come up Damon. with this. And he... Oh. Because he was in The Martian. And I think he's very upset at the fact that <laughs> Musk didn't want him to go to Mars. So now he's no. on our side. He's like, fuck The Martian. I mean, I'm the moon man now. He already came back from Mars, so he's seen everything that Mars yeah. has to offer. So he's know? just like, now I want to be a moon man. And he came to us and we're mm-hmm. like, Matt, baby. I mean... Your old news, Ben Affleck's the big one now. He's yep. fucking Batman. What are you? And he's just like, look, I can, I can teach you things. So uh, Matt Damon is our head of agriculture for the moon. He, he did grow stuff on Mars. Because he, so he, be yeah, he knows how to grow stuff on other planets. So, you know, Matt Damon is our head of agriculture. Uh, me and Blake are both co-presidents uh, pre- or emperor? Co-moon emperors. Moon emperors, yes. Moon emperors. Because, you know, I think the United States has really soured on the term president, so I want them to have a title that they can be proud of and that they can Mm -hmm. fear, and that is a moon emperor. Oh, we could be moon chancellors. Is that on the same level as emperor? No, but it's what Hitler was. No, no! (laughs) This is not a thing! I was, was going to say, if you want to be chancellor and I'll be emperor, but I just want you to know, like, we're on the same level. We just have different names. Well, see, we could each be head of our own, um, like, part of the government. Oh, I thought you were going to say each of us gets half of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> we split the moon right down the middle of the Dave and Busters. <laughs> I've got Dave. I got Buster. <laughs> oh, no. Not and I get the half the fruit ninja. <laughs> like everyone's just really disgruntedly playing fruit ninja. Mm-hmm. No, no, the half. fruit ninja game is cut in half. Oh no, that's not good. Like they've got a, like there's a line of tape over mm-hmm. it, so you can only play half of fruit ninja. So should we have like a? I guess not. Not well. I guess we need a surgeon general. We need a general general. We need a big time general. We need we need we, a moon general. We need the moon general, um, supreme moon commander, um, who shall be the greatest American hero known to you, known to me, known to anybody, and that is uh, Dolph Lundgren Ziggler. Dolph Lundgren Ziggler. Yes, it's actually Dolph Lundgren and Dolph Ziggler. They did a, a fuse stance, and now, now they're just. <laughs> Oh, God, they look hideous. All right, all right. Um, um, so, who's going to be our um, our Secretary of uh, Entertainment? Secretary of Entertainment? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Xavier Woods. Austin Xavier Creed. Woods? He brings the Austin party Creed. everywhere he goes. In fact, the way you wake up on the moon is you hear the soothing sounds of his trumpet play you awake. Mm-hmm. And it is mandatory that everyone does a New Day clap before they get out of bed in the morning. It's uh huh. DDP's there also. DDP is there. Good, we have DDP. That's DDP's there to teach weekly yoga classes, which I think he's a little miffed at me because he's just (laughs) like, everyone else got an awesome title, like Chancellor. We have. The Emperor of the McDonald's, <laughs> and yet I'm just the yogi guy. And I'm like, sorry, DDP, this is your lot in life, and you picked it. Yep. We can have him as Secretary of the Yoga Interior. 
Um, who? Okay, but Blake, we um, we got to talk about the issues here because the moon has mm-hmm. issues. A lot of people don't know that because there's not many people there. And yeah. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the dark side of the moon. What oh. are we gonna do about the dark side of the moon? Is this, is this a euphemism? No, Blake. The fucking moon is half dark. Oh. What are we going to do about that? Because we can't have our people running off into the darkness. We don't know what's out there. There could be criminals, rapists. Yeah. Could be coming over and trying to sell drugs from the dark side. I know. Yeah? We build a space wall. Yes! This guy knows what's up. We build Mm -hmm. a space wall to keep out those darks. (laughs) To keep out... That's what we call them, the people who live on the dark side of the moon. They're the darks. Just call them the darksiders. Uh, you know what? How about darkies? Is that... Will that work? No. (laughs) That won't work? It's even worse. Okay, you know what, Blake? You've convinced me. We're cutting the moon in half. Alright. Because you know what? I don't want to keep them out, but I don't want them invading either, so I'm just giving them that half. And you know what? They can do that. They can live on that half with what they want. That's fair enough. Uh, but, Scotty, I've got another big issue that we need to talk about. Yeah. What about lunar warming? <laughs> lunar warming? Because, as you know, the moon is very cold. And yep. we have to warm the moon up. Oh! <laughs> okay. Um, well, with the help of our, our wives, Margot Robbie and Emma Watson... The, mm-hmm. the official princesses of the moon. Um, all this is. Can it com- be Emma Stone now? Emma Stone. Yeah, actually, you have both. I have the Emmas. Yeah. Right, uh, also, right. our uh, our Secretary of Defense is Kate McKinnon, <laughs> and she is just there. All it is is she just kind of sits around and holds a chains <laughs> holds a chainsaw machine gun. <laughs> It is just like, hey, I was in Ghostbusters and I was really good in it. I'm like, hell yeah, Margot Robbie. <laughs> Um, yeah, you've got... You... I'm sorry, I was high... Margot Robbie. I know, I was high-fiving Margot Robbie as we were talking to Kate McKinnon. Because Mar- <laughs> Margot made the final decision. You don't... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that's our plan for the moon. We cut it in okay. half to keep all the, uh, darksiders out. There you go. <laughs> there so you we gotta go. use one that's not gonna be, you know, um, you know, that's not gonna be very easily misconstrued. Oh, I understand. Uh, yeah, I could see. And so we're gonna be living on the moon with our beautiful princess wives, Emma Stone, Emma Watson, Margot Robbie, our Secretary of Defense, Kate McKinnon, and her chainsaw arm. It's now an arm, by the way. I've it's decided an it's an arm. She has a chainsaw arm and a machine gun. And Very good. If you uh, if you want to read about this, just pick up a copy of my new book, BS, B, BS versus the World. Yes, which actually I might turn this into a story eventually. <laughs> We're, you know what? I already have some plans for a story for this podcast, but after that one's all wrapped up, the fucking BS Moon Venture is on. It is fucking on. The BS Moon Venture. And if you want to fund the BS Moon Venture, if you want to get some extra credits on your Dave and Buster's players card, 
just head on over to patreon.com slash a load of BS. And just give us a little bit of money. Give us a dollar. Give us five dollars. If you donate a dollar, we'll shout you out on every podcast. Like Deborah mm-hmm. Anderson Moore, our only patron. <laughs> and also my mother. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Mom. And if Thanks, you donate Deborah. five do- call her Mom. Please don't call my mom Deborah. That makes my skin crawl. I'm sorry, Mom. Yeah, there you go. If you donate $5, me and Blake will send you motivational videos from our moon base personally just to mm-hmm. look at you in the face and be like, you you fucking deadlift that shit. Get yeah. out. Get out. Get pumped. And get going. That's what we're going to give to you. We're going to give that to you every single week personally to you. We'll say your name and everything. And then donate $25. You get to come on this podcast with us. You get to talk to the boys known as the BS. Design your segment. Do whatever you want. We honestly don't give a single fuck. As long (laughs) as you're entertaining. If you're not, we will put you as a special feature on the Patreon page. But just know you were with us. And, Mm -hmm. um... Oh, and also, if you donate a million dollars, you get to come to the moon with us. Oh, no. Moon Dome. They get their own dome. You get your dome. You get it, a moon dome. It's not big, but they get a dome. And it's not one of those crappy domes that are that's by the uh, space wall. No, no, no. No, it, it's it's good. It's the it's the best dome. It it's close to the. Let's not bullshit. It's close to the space wall, but it it'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um. So also, I just realized. Wait, is the dark side of the moon always the dark side of the moon, or does the moons rotate? The moon does rotate. You know what, Blake? We will build a rotating wall on wheels that will yearly destroy all of our villages as it crushes us. (laughs) But you know what? You just rebuild, baby. Oh, every time. It's like a vicious cycle. (laughs) It it can't be stopped. So, um... Blake, I made a proposition to you today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was while I was in the middle of my Trump fueled panic, but I was just like, Blake, move anywhere. Move, move, go wherever you want. Let's get gay married. That way you can you can <laughs> apply for something and then I can just come with you because I'll be your husband wife. Just anywhere. Just marry me. I love you, my husband. And uh Blake didn't take kindly to that, I don't think. Not particularly. And so, um, but, you know, it's cool. I understand the sentiment. Well, Blake. I love you, too. I'm here to change your mind. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I told All I've told Blake about what we're going to be doing today is it's a little questionnaire. <laughs> a questionnaire. I've done this before. I don't know. I don't think Blake has. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, I know what you're yeah. going to... Oh, yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it, Blake. This is how... You know what, Blake? Let's level. These are 36 questions you can ask. Like, if you go... <laughs> I think that was Blake passing out. That was a Jim Beam bottle falling over. No, there's a 36 questions. And allegedly, if you talk to another person, ask them back and forth... And look each other in the eyes the whole time, which all I can see is Blake's avatar, which is just a terrifying close-up of your fucking face. So I just get. Well, meanwhile, dis- yours is you without a shirt on, <laughs> staring wide-eyed in this creepy-ass smile. Yeah, guess what? We're both gonna fall in love with that photo tonight. 
Now, audience, this is how you fall in love with us. Is we're going to answer these questions for you. If you want, you can pause and answer them to your phone. We're not really listening, but just know it means something to us. Imagine that we are because we care about you that much. Yeah. So uh, it's actually broken up into like three different – is it two or three? Yeah, three fucking sets of questions. Oh, that's a lot of questions. Yeah, I know. This is about to become a two-segment questionnaire. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I guess I'll ask you, and then I will respond myself. Okay. Uh, question number one. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? As a dinner guest? Yes. At this point in my life right now. Yeah. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> just like, I just feel like you would give him shit. Like, why did you fucking drop the ball, man? No, I you would tell him how much I love him. <laughs> he's the best, and I want to hear stories of Bernie fighting for civil rights. I don't know why, but I picture Bernie to be Molman, and he's just like, hello, thank you for inviting me over. No one talks about me anymore. Everyone's talking about him today. Everyone on the internet gets mad when they bring me up. <laughs> um, what's bad is I was, I, I've done this before, which, by the way, the first time I did this, it straight up worked. And then that cold-hearted bitch broke my heart. So fuck you, whore! Anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Bitch, I know it. Oh, yeah. It was me. <laughs> Uh, what's Don't bad? know why you're trying this shit again. I uh, well, I thought about it earlier, and I was just like, you know, it'd probably be cool to eat with Brian Brushwood. And then I was like, wait a minute, I've been on, I've went to dinner like five times, with Brian. <laughs> Fuck Brian. Who else? Yeah. Um, I don't know. At this point, like, I don't know. There's just so many fucking interesting people. That's my problem yeah. I'm having right now. Is I'm just like, who'd be? I don't know why, but Lanny Pator of Team Four Star. <laughs> Landy, yeah, that would be cool. I he, love Team Four Star. He's the voice of Vegeta, the mm-hmm. prince of all... It would honestly probably turn into me and Lanny doing Vegeta back and forth at each other for a while, but I'd be fucking fine with that. Yeah, it's just Vegeta, Vegeta. Vegeta! You know what? Yeah. There's a couple of other people that I would like to have dinner with as well. Yeah. Because the first one Ma- is... Emma Watson. Current... Yeah, yes. No. Current president, Barack Obama... Okay. And current president-elect, Donald Trump. I don't know why, but I would really like to have dinner with him. Both? Oh, with Trump and Obama in the same room, or? No. <laughs> no, don't Actually, do maybe. If we can, like, find common ground and be like, yeah, you know what? You're not so bad. Yes, uh, I know we started off rocky, Wait. but, uh, let's uh, have a, you know. I love your your Obama is just fucking Thunderbird. I know. I only have one ah. deep voice. Ah. Oh, and it just sounds like Patrick Warburton. <laughs> uh, okay, question number two. Would you like to be famous and in what way? I would like to be famous. Mm-hmm. I would like to be famous for doing things on... <laughs> Doing things with Blake <laughs> Tanner. Yeah. Um, I would think I would like to be, like, maybe a famous film person. Yeah. Because, you know, I've li- I liked acting in films. Or, you know, maybe just a, f- 
you know, a well-known Broadway actor yeah. who has a who has a um, really great podcast. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Um, I would love to be well known for our podcast. Oh yeah, I think both of us would like to be famous for the podcast. But like, mm-hmm. my version of wanting to be famous is I kind of just want to be professionally me. I want to be able to like, like that's the thing is like, Brushwood is like that to where people are just like, oh, that's Brian Brushwood. He's doing a thing. Cool. Let's go mm-hmm. on over and talk. To- He's kind of professionally himself. I want to be professionally Scotty to the point where people just be like, you're Scotty, not you're that podcast guy. Or what are you? Guess which one of those that we get all the time. Uh, <laughs> we get you too. You too. Yep. I uh, don't even know why you're having to bother with a questionnaire. N- number three, before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? All the time. Because... I get super anxious talking to people on the phone, especially people that, like, if I have to set up a doctor's appointment or if I have to call, like, the university people or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to say? I need to figure out how to say this. Because I've taken several, like, communications classes, and they're all about writing emails or correspondences, and they've always stressed... You need to know what you're going to say, and the more prepared you have it, yeah. the better people see you. Yeah. And the more, like, um, the more professional people see you, and the more that people want to see more of you. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how I am. I mean, I do kind of, like, improv aspects of shit, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like, you, I think it's an anxiety thing. I honestly cannot not think about a situation and, like, not have that reaction of, like... Um, let's prepare what we're going to say here. What would be funny <laughs> here? What could I tweak there? And yeah, I guess Indeed. it is It is a preparation thing, but mm-hmm. you know, when you're in... I, I do think when you're in the moment, though, you know, you respond accordingly. Like you, yeah, exactly. You come up with a game plan, but you don't follow it if shit goes off the rails. Uh, mm-hmm. Number four! What would constitute a perfect day for you? A perfect day for me? Um... A perfect day for me would be waking up a little late. Um, you know, it's kind of halfway through the morning because that means I get to sleep in because I wake up fucking early as shit every day. Yeah. Um, it would be, hey, I want to see if there's any YouTube videos from any of the YouTubers that I watch. And if there's anything good, I'll watch a couple of those. I'll get ready. And... Um, I would like to either go hang out with, you know, friends, someone special, just do something. Yeah. Preferably outdoors and some nice weather. You know, not have to be, um, be, be away from all of this constant stuff that I have to deal with. Because even before the election, um, I, you know, there's all this school stuff and work yeah. stuff. And it's just, it's nice to get away and just... Live in nature for a little bit, Aww. and then drink my ass off. <laughs> um, my mine kind of starts off as the opposite of yours because I would wake up early. Like I, re- I love that feeling of waking up before dawn and being able to walk outside and just be like, "Huh, this is cool. I've never seen this yeah. before." Now the thing with me is I do that every morning, and I have that feeling every morning. Yeah, during the week. So I, I guess yeah, wake up early ass in the morning. Gets I I'm I think 
better when I get stuff done. So, mm-hmm. like, but, like, I guess it would be get stuff done that I want to get done. So, like, this feeling of being consistently active throughout the day of, like, oh, yeah. wait, I want to write this new chapter. Write this, and that'll take me, like, an hour. Oh, I want to design something. I'll go design this for an hour. Then, I don't know, 5 o'clock would roll around. Then, I don't know, a cutie with a booty would come over. Mm-hmm. Then, mm-hmm. then I would play Dragon Ball Z's universe and get a blowjob. Same time. Same time. Not during, <laughs> not at separate times. I want to be defeating Kakarot while while just <laughs> finishing all over a beautiful. <laughs> oh God! So let let me get this straight. Okay. This is how your interaction goes. Hey, Boo, how you doing? It's good to see you. It's like, yeah, so you want to hang out? You want to do some stuff? Hold up, I'm about to Dragon Ball Z's universe. No, no, no. I believe you've got my voice all wrong. It would be, Greetings, winch! Come over and play pleasure me while I defeat Kakarot! <laughs> she's, she's just kind of looking in, she's looking in fear, like, I don't know. Obviously, also, it's just- this would be a woman who I've been with for a very long time. Who me and her mesh very well sexually, and it's not like a want. Well, I don't want to paint myself as that guy. I might be that guy, but I don't want to paint myself that way. It's, You're I, already that guy. Shut up! <laughs> Look, I am talking to a lovely girl right now, who said she would give me a blowjob while playing Xenoverse. So, <laughs> so fuck off, okay? Like if she's uh. down with it, and I'm down with it, and That's I fair. can defeat that Saiyan. At the same time, I'll be fine with it. You know, that's a funny thing that you said, though, about getting stuff done. Because I think on days like like today... Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, bro. Whoa, five o'clock to seven, blowjobs, xenoverse, sex. Because obviously, like... I won't be able to focus enough on the blowjob to finish while playing Xenoverse, so it will lead to something else. Oh, I thought you would finish because you were playing Xenoverse. (laughs) Yes! Garlic! Garlic gun! (laughs) No, dude, I'd be be way too focused in the game. I mean, one time I got a blowjob while playing Temple Run, and I was just like, look, we're going to have to take this somewhere else because I am... I'm almost getting to my high score right now. Um, that would be Look, five if to you seven. Don't, at if you don't get into it enough while playing a video game that you can finish during the video <laughs> game, you've never gamed. Uh, I really don't. And I don't need a blowjob. Um, and then at seven, my best buddy would mm-hmm. come over, me, him, and this fine girl I'm with, and probably a fine girl for him as well, on his arm are going to go to Universal Studios. It's going to be open late at night. I don't know why. Fuck it. <laughs> and we're going to go get drunk ass wasted and ride Rip Ride Rocket. That's a fucking fun roller coaster. You know, I really don't think when they came up with this 36 questions to ask someone to fall in love with them, I doubt they had the answer of what constitutes your perfect day. Nothing while playing DBZ. <laughs> D-B-Z, yeah. yeah. I, I, look, Dragging these balls! <laughs> I think sometimes, like, unless you already know the person or they already know you, yeah. this would be something that you would have to tailor your answer for. Yeah. Well, it is also a thing of, like, like this is really good because it does help you open up. Also, we need to fucking hurry. 
Yeah. Let's just speed round these last ones. Of, of, oh, of set one. Uh, when did you last sing to yourself to someone else? Like, me sing while someone else is in the room. Yes, like singing to someone. When we recorded the fucking episode <laughs> 10. <laughs> when I fucking cranked out regulators. Uh, beep, 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 beep. Okay. Uh, when, I guess you sang to yourself today, because I sing to myself every day. Oh, I always, I always sing to myself. Uh, and the last time I sang to someone else is when I sang the BS, the words a load of BS at the beginning yes. of this podcast. Uh, there you go. If you are able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? You know what? Mm-hmm. I think I would go with retaining my mind mm-hmm. because your mind degrades and there's very little that you can do about it, but you can keep your body yeah. in physical shape. See, that's a, that's the same thing I am. I'm like, I would keep my mind, because if my mind is fit, I can find a way to keep my body fit. Exactly. In some way, right? Because, yeah. like, I don't know, the thought of, like, losing my mental capacity fucking terrifies me. Like, that mm-hmm. is a huge fear. Uh, Oh, I understand. Yeah. Uh, Number seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Um, I feel like it's going to be in my sleep. Yeah. And I'm not okay with that. (laughs) Oh, buddy, no. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think mine's going to take me by surprise, which is not fun either. No, no. No, but mine's going to be a surprise, I think. Yeah. To me and to everyone around me. I will not have time to make peace. <laughs> well, you've got to have be in a constant state of peace. Yeah, right? Uh, oh. Eight, name three things you and I appear to have in common. Well, let's see. Um, we're both balling-ass motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> no, item one, balling. <laughs> item ball, two, okay. ass. Three, ballin'. motherfuckers. Yeah. We're balling. When we are together, mm-hmm. we push each other to um, our limits. Yeah. And um, you know what? We're some funny ass motherfuckers. When yeah. We're together. We have the like. We have some of the. You and I have the best comedic chemistry um, compared to me and any of my other friends. You damn right, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. All right. What do we have in common? Good hair. Uh, a podcast. And bitches. <laughs> no. Bish. No, and then I, ca- I guess I gotta go genuine, because you went genuine, you motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, I think we're just both genuinely nice human beings. I think we both say a lot of shit, and we talk a lot of shit, but at our core, like, you love giving pizza to homeless people, and I love playing with mm-hmm. kids. Like, I love children, and you love homeless people. We are good people. Yeah. We're nice to everyone else. Yeah. Uh, nine. But that, oh, but because it affords us the ability... To shit on each other yeah. because we're good friends. Number nine. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? That I still have three years before I have to worry about health insurance. <laughs> um, for me, I and I have a free car. What am I am I grateful for? Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. It sounds weird, but my fucking mental condition. <laughs> Just because oh, yeah? I see shit through, like, a different perspective than a lot of people, you know? Like, yeah. it's one of those things of, like, people with bipolar syndrome, which I'm fairly sure I'm at least acute bipolar. 
Um, but it's basically like you don't know how low the lows are, but you also don't know how high the highs are, and it's mm-hmm. really fucking addictive to get those highs. Yeah, so. it's 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 really interesting because um, when you can be able to look at it from a different perspective, yeah, um, it's really a special thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, uh, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I wish I knew how to do real um, adulty type things. Yeah. Because my parents always did that stuff for me. There was a period in time, because I was really bad at math, that my mom would just tell me the answers to my math homework. Oh, no! That's not how learning works! Nope. Um, I'm much better at math now, though. Yeah. And I'm actually... You know, I've recently discovered I'm fairly good with numbers. Dude, I I love numbers. But they give me a headache when I work with them for too long. Yeah, I can see that. Well, for me, Mm -hmm. like... I don't know. I didn't learn a lot of adulty things growing up either, but I kind of like how it's made me have to learn as an adult. Mm-hmm. It's kind of given me some fun struggles to work through. It, for me, if I could change anything about the way I was raised, um, I don't know. Wish I could have... I don't know. Like, There's a bunch of weird answers to this that gets into like family history and background and stuff. I don't know. I wish I could have seen my parents more often. Like, cause I, I understand. I saw my, because uh, I was always with my grandparents. Like, I remember, like, a weekly schedule of, like, you go with dad's grandparents, or dad's parents, mom, Monday, mom. Tuesday, mom's parents, Wednesday through mm-hmm. Friday. And I'm like, okay. And it's because not like, you had full-time working parents, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the same way. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to shorten this next one. 11 is right. t- take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. I'm going to say you have one sentence to tell me your life story. I'm here. I like beer. Get used to it. <laughs> I'm here. You're here. Let's, Let's do, do this. this. Um, I'm going to make mine. I don't know. An outsider learning to love it. Aww. Yeah. Uh, Twelve, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? I want the ability to, um, I want, I want a keen business sense. Okay. That's Because cool. that means that I could invest and make a lot of money, and one day I could be, uh, the spray tan president of the United States. Um... And I want to fly. <laughs> like, I think that's the only superpower that is unabusable. Like, yeah. you can't annoyingly, like, fly. Like, do you uh. see that guy downtown? He was flying all over the place. Okay? And Might scare a few people. Yeah, that's about it, though. And I'd be yeah. fine. I'd wear a cape. Um... And I think that's going to be our break because we got two more sets of these, but we want to take this break to tell all of you, as we're learning to love ourselves, to head on over to patreon.com slash a load of BS and love us as much as we love you by donating mm-hmm. just a few dollars of your money. You already know what you're going to get. You already know how awesome you are. Just give us a little bit of cash just to help this show mm-hmm. keep going because of production costs. And, and you know how awesome the people are that are doing this show a little bit more now. Yeah. Because of what we've been doing. All right. Now we have set two. Let's do it. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to do? Mm. It's, it's one of those things where mm. I think, like, we've grown up in a society where we've kind of grown to fear 
that kind of knowledge that we're just like uh, yep. instantly like I don't want to know anything. Because wow. think about any time that you've heard a story about somebody learning the future, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like, well, is this the kind of future that like we're you know we're, we're fated to mm-hmm. that it's never going to change? Am I going to change it? If I do change it, is it going to be like the fucking butterfly effect? Yeah, it's too much know. worrying. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would probably know the future though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh! Just you want to know something about your future, I guess. No, I just want to know the like the future. All of it. <laughs> I want to absorb the future in hopes of becoming a higher being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I want to become a time lord. I think I would like to know what I need to take better care of in myself. I like a performance review. <laughs> really, just like hey, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, you can't see it, but your liver's really fucked up, so stop drinking. Oh, really? Oh, I'm glad for that. Happy hey, yeah, you told you know, me that. Hey, you know why your back's been hurting? Yeah, your kidneys are shot, dude. Oh, damn it. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Like, how many days oh. away from needing surgery? Oh, like two months. So just kind of, if you mm-hmm. fix it now, you'll be good. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Hey, dude, you need to go, like, now and <laughs> get that thing biopsied. Like, oh, shit. Uh, oh damn! For because your prostate is about to cancer. Oh, <laughs> I like the Thug Life Crystal Ball person. <laughs> You're about to get cancer, motherfucker! Damn! Hey, you have you started smoking that legal marijuana yet? Because you're about to get some glaucoma. You're about in those to eyes. get so much. Uh, number fourteen. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Uh, you know, as a twenty-three-year-old man. Yeah, I don't like admitting this, but it's um, moving out of my parents' house. We gonna but, get you out of there. I'm yeah, gonna no, get you just, out of there. But the reason that I haven't done it is because I pay so little oh, in yeah. my life. You know? And I have my own space. Nobody annoys me unless I have to go to the bathroom. And it's it's like my own little apartment in the basement. Yeah. You know, that's not You've that's got not a badass that... setup. Yeah, I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. I will openly admit that to you. I think you could, like, go out and kind of explore, but, dude, I ain't going to judge you for staying home with your parents. If I had parents yeah. down here, I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to spend any more money. Please let me Please let me back. Oh, I totally understand that. If there was more um, fun stuff to do in uh, Oxford, then... Oh, yeah. I guess kind of visiting the world, and the only reason mm-hmm. I haven't done it is just because I haven't had the cash up to do it. But like, I want to, I, yeah. I want to go to Ireland. I want to go to Scott. I want to go to the Magic Castle. I want to go to a lot of fucking places. I'm just really poor right now. I understand. And Welcome if you want to get me to the Magic Castle, go to Patreon. <laughs> Damn it! Come. Wait, what Magic Castle? The ma- wait. Do you not know what the Magic Castle is? I'm gonna need some more like description. It's in California, the Magic Castle. It's like the fucking. Hub oh, of the big ma- magic. Yes, the, the magic hub shop. of magicians. Okay, okay. Uh, fifteen. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? I have a bachelor's degree. Right. Yeah. So do I, but I'm like that's low down that's on the not, list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not it. Uh, I worked for four uh, years for this. Eh, <laughs> it's whatever. I don't. Huh. Yeah, I've got a lot of like. I've got a yeah. lot of small accomplishments. I don't have one that kind of sticks out as a big accomplishment. No, they just kind of all, you know, build on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the one that sticks out to me is when I finally got a sta- main stage role at UAB. When I finally got oh. that role in, in the next, uh, yeah, in the next room. In the I, next room, yeah. Yeah, it was just like, it was this thing of like, 
I guess what made it such a big deal to me is I went in the audi- or the auditions against like our two big guys. Like the yeah. jo- the John Cena and Brock Lesnar of UAB <laughs> were in there and I was called back for the same role. And one of the best compliments I ever got in my life was when I went to the director and he was like, you were so well prepared. The only reason you did not get that main character role is just because mm-hmm. you don't you don't look old enough. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. You, you're saying I just Seth Rollins these motherfuckers. I'm fine with that. But yeah, I think that, I think in the next room was probably a big big accomplishment yeah. to me. It was very important. You know I, actually, I no, 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 no. I can tell you the the moment that it really sank into me. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'll get back to yours. It's the moment that Kyle, who is, who is the John Cena of UAB, I think you'll agree mm-hmm. with that as much as I will, yeah. uh, came into our dressing room and said, Scotty, the energy is so dead out there right now. We mm-hmm. need you. And I was just like, aye, aye, Captain, let's fucking do this shit. Okay. You just got, you just teamed up with John Cena. <laughs> no, that was like Hulk, that was some Hulk Hogan shit. I'm like, you got it, brother. Alright, uh, what's your accomplishment, you, buddy? Well, in this, along the same lines, when I got my first, like, my, the biggest role that I had, or the most impactful, yeah. was when I was cast as Jason in Rabbit Hole. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people know Rabbit Hole, and that was the, uh, the, that was, you know, a 17-year-old kid that had ran over a little boy and it's, by accident. Like, that's not a role to make easily, like, easily, like, hey, I care about this character, and I'm sorry for what he's mm-hmm. going through, but you really did. Welcome to Blake and Scotty Suck Each Other's Dicks. Uh, yeah, this, this is what you wanted. I know, right? We're only 16 <laughs> questions in. Uh-huh. It, it was really interesting because you got to explore, like, it was pure innocence yeah you know and just being having all of that shattered and just trying to pick up the pieces Mm -hmm. because you know what when i just feel low i truly and i'm proud of this i look so pathetic that everybody loves me (laughs) that's the truest shit i've ever heard You said, I kissed you once because of how sad you looked. I was just like, bro, I'm sorry, I gotta kiss you. Was this the ketchup night? No, that's not the ketchup night. That's the, uh, that's the, that's the really bad night. That's the pumpkin night. Oh, the pumpkin night. We'll discuss the pumpkin night. We'll discuss that, yeah. Uh, 16, what do you value most in a friendship? A lot of stuff. Um. Wicked sick blowies. Wicked sick blowies, yeah. I guess, um, people that, okay, because you know mm-hmm. how I talk to people. Yeah. Because I don't. Yeah, you don't. That's it. I don't text people. I don't initiate conversations. I don't think you talked to me for the first five months of our friendship. It was just me running up to you and be like, Blake, how are you doing, man? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> other people have to initiate, yeah. and that's just like, I don't, it's not a failing, it's just w- the way I am. I'm not sorry about it. Yeah. I don't really care about it, because I'm fine either way. I do like to get to know people, and I like it when people like to get to know me, but I just, I forget to go out of my way to talk to people. Yeah, that- and 
my favorite thing about drunk you is everyone's like Blake's so outgoing when he's drunk, and I'm like, that's just what Blake's like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but for me, I think for me, in a normal friendship, just support. Like, I've got a lot mm-hmm. of friends who, like, at 3 a.m., I could text them and be like, hey, some shit's gone down. I just need some support. And they're like, we can handle that. But in a best friendship, mm-hmm. it's what you were talking about earlier. The, like, I need a chemistry between me and my best mm-hmm. friend. I need, like, to – I need someone who will push me up, and I need someone who mm-hmm. will – who I can bounce back and forth off and make yep. bigger things. So, yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, it was a sad. Oh, it was like oh, when that when I ran over that child. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of my treasured memories are just like in the moment, and when I remember them, yeah, they were great moments, but they've either you know been tainted by something later, or they've you know been part of something that's gone sour yeah or, or mostly in relationships well or my friendships my, my thing with that is like i always go back to that memory to make me smile and so it kind of just tames it out after a while then i'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah that's that thing it's like hearing the same joke over and over again um you know what's a really great memory mm-hmm. because it's just like it's my token little trinket yeah and i wear this necklace around my neck yeah and i got it from universal studios and you got one recently. Yeah! Um, yeah. But I've had one of these for almost, like, the period of time from when I first got one of these necklaces to now is the same time from when I was born to that point. And I always wear them. And oh, I wow. always remember when I get those necklaces. And I don't know why, because they're just... They're one of the most, like memorable trinkets that I've ever got because I'm a yeah. sentimental person and I'm a raccoon and I love <laughs> Oh, I really want to buy you a raccoon mask for Christmas now. <laughs> um, it sounds weird. I'm just bringing one up. Like, I, that's kind of what I'm having to do because I cannot mm-hmm. rank things. But this is just something I've never really talked about. And it's a sad story, but it's also kind of a cool story. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I've always had a weird relationship with my... Like, me and my parents have a great relationship, but at the same time, I do kind of have, like, that... I'm very hard at showing affection. It's hard for me to show yes, that... Yes, you are. I'm, it's very difficult for me to show affection. And I don't know. That kind of leads my brain into sometimes being like, oh, you don't care about these people or whatever. Uh, I remember being at UAB my freshman year, and I was reading some play, and in it, it was like about a father and a son and the dad dies at the end of it and I had not cr- I don't cry I had not cried in like five years at that point and I openly sobbed walking from the library to my uh, dorm room and it was just it's bad but it was also this great feeling of like oh shit I actually do feel and I do care <laughs> about these people and these people are so important to me. That's great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I bet my dad's crying at work listening to this. Suck my dick. Oh, that's how you do it. Number 18. What's your most terrible memory? <laughs> so this is going to be a... Uh, it's going to be... I'll, I'll keep it short, This but is the pumpkin story. The pumpkin... You know what? Ah, oh, damn it. 
Do you want? That's pretty terrible. That's exciting. Do you want to tell the pumpkin story? That way, you get the pumpkin payoff. Yeah. Okay. Because I can tell the story of how I almost died later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Save that. Save that. Um. So. This was during my last relationship, which is, it's been a while now. Yeah. Because I've found out that I enjoy being single too much. <laughs> um, but we were at a rough patch. Yeah. And we had had this fight. And it was, we had just left rehearsal. We were in the same show together. And I was just devastated. Oh, Yeah. And that was at the point where it's like, I can't go home. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I've never done this before. I'm going to call Scotty. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Because you only live, like, a block away. I drove down there. You're like, come the fuck over right now. Yeah. And so, you know, we hung out, and you're like, you know what? We're going to do something fun. You just cried on me for a while. It was, yeah. And I'll be honest. No, no, no. It wasn't me, though. It was Sean. And I'll give props to Sean all day. He came in, and we had this old-ass pumpkin. Mm Mm-hmm. And he just looks at us and goes, you guys want to cut this open with a katana? (laughs) I love how he didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, he was just like, hey, guys, you want to do some shit? Mm Mm-hmm. You cut it, didn't you? No, Sean cut it. I threw it off the balcony. Okay. He got a good, damn good cut in that, though. He did. He sliced that baby right in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was with your stepbrother's katana, yes, wasn't it? Yes, <laughs> it was. Um, all right. My most terrible memory. And you don't know this story. No one knows Ooh. this story. Because it just happened. And it had led to a three-month horrible, horrible depression in my life that I'm just now getting out of. So that's... I, I, I know what happened, but I've never actually heard you tell it because I knew you would talk about it when you were ready. So that's fun. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, for the past four years of my life, I devoted everything, like, to professional wrestling. I went mm-hmm. to sh- all the shows. I fucking owned all the DVDs, owned all the shirts, worked out every day because I knew when I graduated college, I would come down to Florida pay my money, and become a pro wrestler. Uh, earned, uh, paid $1,000 to go to the school that I ended up going to. Mm-hmm. I uh, went in for my first day, and I don't know what it was. Like, it wasn't even like the atmosphere was bad. It was just an atmosphere that I didn't enjoy. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I could see how other people enjoy this, but it was this moment of like, you know, you work for this thing, and you pine for this thing for so long, and you look at it from the outside, and you're like, as soon as I get in there, it'll be everything I want and everything I want. And then once you finally mm-hmm. reach that moment, and you're like, this mm-hmm. is not anything that I want. This is not the people I want to be around. This is not anything. And wow. uh, I, and I paid $1,000 for this. And uh, I got into my car and just fucking cried. And I did not stop crying for eight hours. Oh. I was in a state, I was in, because you know I've got anxiety. I was. Yeah. I had an eight-hour anxiety attack, which is the longest one I have ever had. So, yeah. So, yeah, 
And then I, uh, I I tried to go again for two more days, but every single time I left just in pain and not wanting to be there anymore. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's kind of where my life has been. <laughs> and that's why shit's been bad with me. But it's getting better. Mm-hmm. It's getting better. You know what? It's just a constant, like, yeah. you got to rebuild, redesign, <laughs> reclaim, reclaim. <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. happy because the bad thing was for, the, like, the past three months, I watched Re- I watched Raw every single Monday for the past five years. I have not watched an episode of Raw in three months. I have yep. not paid attention to wrestling in three months, and I still love when I told you I was watching Hell in a Cell at work, you were just like, oh, thank God, he's back to normal somewhat. I was so happy to have you watching. <laughs> I was so alone. Aw, because it's like, there was a point where I realized I knew you weren't watching wrestling, so yeah. I knew you weren't really keen on updates unless it was something really good. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, it's happening now, but I don't care about it as much as I used to. Yeah. But you know what? It's it's okay. It's Smackdown's fine. better. <laughs> uh, 19! If... <laughs> Like, out of that depression into, <laughs> if you knew that in one year, you would die. <laughs> would you change anything about the way you are now living, and why? I would sure as shit stop going to school. Yeah. Um, I might keep going to work just so I can make some extra money, and I'll take all of my savings and be like, where is the nicest place that I can go on this budget? Yeah. Well, and I might fucking go there on my own. Yeah. Because fuck it. And then I might just stay till I die. Well, that's kind of how I... I, I, don't, I would go to multiple places. And I feel like the only reason, like... I think the question is, like, why aren't you living like you're about to die now? And it's like, because I can plan now. Mm-hmm. I can plan for multiple years. But, like... Exactly. If you gave me time not to plan... A, I know I would have the sympathy of everyone, like... Let's give him money so he can live out his last wishes. And I'll be like, rake it in, bitches. Ain't paying none of y'all back. And then I'll just go live my life doing... And I'll, I'll tell you something right now. All vice that people are just like, hey, you need to stop that? I'll be like, no, fuck you. What's it gonna do, kill me? I, it's gonna kill me. Fuck you, I'm trying, Coke. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, number 20. What does friendship mean to you? A fuck ton. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that just it? I think it's, well, yeah, I'll say. It's almost an unquantifiable amount of my life. Yeah. Because you you know how we are. We're the kind of people that we have small groups of friends. Yeah. But they're, and they're so very close, close friends. They're so close mm-hmm. knit. And that's, you know, we, and everyone else is almost like acquaintances. Yeah. You know them. You'll hang out with them every now and again. But, you know, it's not the same level as your actual group of friends. Mm hmm. And that means a lot because my friends are so much of my world, you know? Yeah. That's, you know, it means a fuck ton. Yeah, with me, I guess it's it's just having, like, a support group to fall back on because, like, I I spend a majority of my fucking time alone. And that's kind of fucked up to say, but, I mean, I don't know. So do I. I understand. I don't know. I'm a weird guy, and I kind of like, like to stick with my own ideals and stick with whatever, but, you know, like... It's fu- It's good to have a support group where if I'm like, I'm probably about to die, they'll be like, mm-hmm. no, you're not. It's okay. 
So yeah, for me, yeah. friendship is just having a strong support group behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, what roles do love and affection play in your life? It's something that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. but I'm not an affectionate person. Yeah. You know that I don't accept a- affection really well. Unless, love, like... I love you. Huh? I, I love you. I love you, too. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just, uh... I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it's something that... For a while... hmm I think that it was... I, I wouldn't have felt... Uh, it was... You know, my life wasn't complete if I wasn't in love with somebody. Yeah. But then I realized that I love so many people and that I am loved yeah. by so many people that, Aww. you know, it's okay. Aww. You don't need that. Yeah. Maybe you want it from time to time, and, you know, I'll take it or leave it. And if something deep and emotional happens with somebody, then yeah. Yeah. Um, With me, <laughs> love and affection are almost like fireworks, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, for me... If I love someone and I want to care for them, I'm fucking in. And I'm like, yes, me and you, right now, us, we're going to talk. And I'm going to tell you everything. I'm going to buy you a Christmas present. I'm going to do everything for you right now. And then as soon as it fades out, it's a lot. It's me back to, okay, I'm here. I'm whatever. And it's kind mm-hmm. of, I, I think I'm having to lear- relearn how to love in a way. Have to re- yeah. have to relearn like, hey, it's okay when it sours a little bit, just as long as you still have that some little fireworks going. So, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I'm just looking for people who keep my fireworks going, like you, my buddy. You keep my fireworks going. Yeah. Um, number twenty two. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. This is gonna take a while. Fuck you. No, I mean, I have them. I'm just very bad at picking things out on the Fuck spot. Fuck you! <laughs> uh, well, the first thing is you're very driven. You're very goal-oriented. Mm-hmm. And um, that perfectly balances out the fact that I am not goal-oriented. Yeah. And could give... Le- uh, I could not give two shits about what happens. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's nice. Yeah. Let's see. You, uh... You a good, calm motherfucker, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty chill. You, you're my chill little man. You're my little man. <laughs> uh, go on, well, buddy. Yep. Um, you know you got uh, you got a keen sense of style. Hey, you yeah. can you can rock a fucking plaid shirt. <laughs> that's because that's all I wear. <laughs> yep. I love plaid. Um, you accept me for the plaid lover that I am. <laughs> Um, you accept me for all the fucking bullshit I make you do? <laughs> if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't do it. Hey, Blake, we're gonna rap! Okay. Uh, um, but more often than not, it's pretty fun. Yeah. If not for everything else that happens in between, mm-hmm. besides the finished product. Alright. That's three. Three. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad that you enjoy editing audio <laughs> and editing videos, because I would never get that done uh, if it weren't for you. I'm just glad you arrive. <laughs> I'm just glad you try. I just love that you just, <laughs> like, even before the podcast started, you're just like, I don't know. 
Let's go. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the way I live my life. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's a good that you plan things out. Yeah. You're a very plan-oriented person. Yeah. You, make, you like to make lists. And um, that's very good for getting shit done. Yeah. And you can deadlift like a motherfucker. <laughs> uh, all right, 23. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? Oh, boy, there's that rabbit hole. Oh. <laughs> Look, don't go too deep into it. Just kind of, like, pick some items out of the rabbit hole. Hold them up to a light. Yeah. Pull out your little jewel inspector thing and just be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's some pain. I mean, you know what? My parents have always allowed me the chance to try anything. Yeah. Most things, um, you know, that I wanted to do or I wanted to succeed at. Yeah. And they gave me a lot, you know? Um, They understand that, you know, nowadays people are staying later with their parents. And the fact that I'm doing much better than either of my uncles... (laughs) Yeah. It was pretty good um, for a while. But, you know, it's never... It's never There's perfect. never been... Yeah, well, there's never been a lot of affection. Oh, okay. Uh, my dad's pretty affectionate. Yeah, you, and, you, you and your dad get along like gangbusters. We do. He's real cool. It's because we're both kind of aloof, and we just kind of get it. We get it. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I prefer the G-I-T, get it, you said. Get it? We just get it. We get it. Um, but, you know, my mom has always been cold and abrasive. Yeah. I've I've kind of seen that. Yeah, she's not, she doesn't feel empathy very easily. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, just fucking stop being sad. Yeah. Or just do this thing that you can't do right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, with me, I feel like my family is like... at least me, my mom, and my dad. Me and my mom mm-hmm. and my dad are super close-knit. Just because, like, as I grew up, I, I didn't have friends. I did not have, like, multiple... I didn't have more than one friend at school until maybe 6th grade, 7th grade. So, mm-hmm. until then, it was just kind of me, my mom, and my dad. And so, it kind of grown up. And then especially, like, I know it sounds weird, especially since I started being able to say cuss words to them. Oh, we fucking get along so much better. (laughs) So much shit now. It's great. Me and my my family are very close. We're very warm. We're very... I don't know. We're just bros. I mean, your family is very warm. I so much more enjoyed a car trip with your family than I do with mine. Um, And and as far as feeling about my childhood being happier or less happy, um, I don't know... I don't I don't think I had a particularly happy childhood, but that was no fault to my family's. It was just a fault mm-hmm. to the fact that like I grew up in a place where being a different weird little fucker wasn't accepted. Like and, and so I didn't have a lot of friends. And so like mm-hmm. that gave me more time to focus on weird shit to have anxieties about. Booyah. Now, oh no, when uh when I was in first grade Someone asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I'd like to be an actor. Uh, Which I've switched what career I want to be at least five million times during my life. (laughs) But I said, I want to be an actor. And they looked at me and said, you are too fat and ugly to be an actor. 
What? And that shit. I was a fat little bastard. I'll give <laughs> I'll give him that. But at the same time, that's kind of like what? Like they didn't drop it that low. It wasn't a teasing manner. But at the same time, I'm sitting there like, oh, I guess I can't be an actor. Let's figure out a different thing to be then. That's just real. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hey guys, whoever said that to me, fuck you. I got a yeah. podcast and a fucking book and a documentary yeah. and I'm working on and a rap album and more books and you can suck my dick. Anyways. Tw- oh, no. Blake. Oh. 24 is going to take that can of worms you just kind of placed back on the shelf and just shake it the fuck up. Oh. <sighs> How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? <laughs> uh, I'll wait. It's weird because she's done so much for me. Yeah. But she's so bad at showing affection. Yeah. Or empathy. She's kind of a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's hard because you can't discuss things with her. Yeah. She's always right. You're always wrong. And things that other people do, she can't understand why they do them. Yeah. If they're unnatural or if they're weird or if they're not what she would do. Yeah. And it annoys me to no end. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. Because... Yeah, I, and, 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 you know, I don't want to, that to, be, I know it just sounds like a lot of bad, but that's just, that's the stuff that comes up right off the yeah. top, because she's done a lot of good stuff, you know, she can be funny to be around sometimes, yeah. it's just, you know, it, there's a lot with, you know, a yeah. lot with that. Well, my mom is fucking awesome! She is. <laughs> Go suck a dick, Blake. My mom's better than your mom. Oh. <laughs> I just start dancing around you. <laughs> your no. mom's gonna slap the shit out of you for that. No, my mom. My mom's like, yeah, I'll adopt Blake. My mom will exactly. straight up be like, oh, he doesn't like his mom. Oh, it's all right. I can be his mom. It's fine. Like, She's very good at it. Oh no! Any time I've had a person in my life who's had bad parents, my mom has immediately been like, "Hello, yes, I will adopt you." <laughs> No, my mom is a badass. Like, I feel like now that I've moved far away, she's kind of went more back into mom mode, and I, I'm sure yeah. she'll adjust out of that eventually. Like, and it feels bad because I can't, like, call her every day because, like, I don't know. I kind of want to make the conversations we have special and not me just being like, yes, mom, hello. Yeah, we just talked. No, I don't have anything else to tell you. No, yes, I've been eating. Mm-hmm. I, I want me and my, I want me and my mom's conversations to be good, and I want to make her laugh because, like, mm-hmm. I can make no one on this earth laugh harder than my mom, and that's fucking great. Like, I I'm able to drive my mom to tears and spit yep. on dogs and squeak like a fucking heron. She's laughing so hard, and I'm like, uh. yes, I love you. So yeah, uh. I've got a good relationship with my mama and my daddy. I miss my fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, Blake, I hate to break it to you, but we're gonna have to save set three for next week because we're like 
20 minutes over right now. That's fine. This took a while. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm, I'm glad we did it. I liked this it. Is... Guys, welcome to a peek behind the curtain of who we actually are. Uh-huh. It's a nice little bit of escapism, yeah. too. Yeah, you know? we didn't have to focus on being funny. It was just us talking. Yeah, and I really liked it because I've had a really stressful week. Yep. Election notwithstanding, that's just made it even worse for yep. a little while. But now I'm starting to come around, and it's like, okay, you know, I get things now. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, things may never be as good as you hope, but they'll never be as worse as you fear either. Yeah. It's always somewhere in the middle, and I think we all need to remember that. Yeah, that's some bomb-ass words of knowledge dropped from Mr. B. And, uh, yeah, I think for the next few weeks we might focus more on kind of letting letting our listeners know who the fuck we are because like without oh, gonna let our hair down yeah we're just gonna let our hair down for the next few weeks and we'll just kind of we're we're still gonna bring the funnies but yeah. we'll bring some seriousnesses too we'll we'll lighten it up we're not gonna go as heavy as we did this episode but yeah we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna bring some seriousness next yeah. two weeks is that cool some with stuff everybody? snuck up on us you yeah, know we had some realness <laughs> we had some real shit come out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um Mr. Blake Tanner, where can they find you? At Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. I think it's the same on Instagram, maybe. Yep. I don't know. It is. I'd have that thing now. Um, and at the Darkroom Video on YouTube. Hey. Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A. Yes, and you can find me at Scotty Mo on the Twitter. That is S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Same for the Instagram. You can find me on Snapchat Yo. at Scotty Sargasm because I attempted to rebrand myself one time <laughs> and that shit didn't work. So that's uh, Scotty, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E, Sargasm, S-A-R-G-A-S-M. A sargasm is what I have while playing DBZ Xenoverse with a hot young thing. <laughs> Um, you can buy my book on Amazon. Please, I really enjoy this book. I, I'm sorry. Since we're bringing realness this week, I fucking love my book. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy the world building I've done. I'm working on the sequel right now, and I'd like for you guys to read it. It's called Queasel Corp, A Tale of Dicks and Douchebags, and you can get it on Amazon. It's Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. You can find both of us on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes. Mm-hmm. And guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. I am immediately glad that we did this because I have missed you, my Aww, friend. Oh, buddy. I like one day after Trump gets elected, we're just like, look, I love you so much. And no matter what happens, we're best friends. It'll be fine. <laughs>